Um, so welcome guys to the AMA. Uh, we have some very exciting news. Um, we've been working really hard on sustainability. We have been talking to tokenomics experts. We've been um, getting everything done ready. Um, development has begun on some parts of the protocol, programming and stuff, the marketplace. Uh, it's almost ready. We're going to begin testing next week, and it should be out very, very soon. Um, that's to trade the NFT. I don't want you guys to keep trading on other marketplaces because at the end of the day, the treasury doesn't benefit from that, and it's only them who benefit. So if we could hold all trading to just until we release our marketplace, which should be out very, very soon, that would be greatly appreciated. At the end of the day, you guys are helping. Um, you guys will be helping the protocol so much more than giving it to Tofu or NFT Trader. Um, okay, so we've, we've been discussing sustainability for a while and we've been talking about how we can improve it, how we can make it better. And that's something that we've been uh, searching since day one. I think that has always been our priority, sustainability, making this uh, to ensure that this protocol is not a Ponzi in any way, shape or form. Um, and there's many issues that other protocols face and that's what we started to notice in the very beginning of this protocol we started talking to you guys and just seeing all the issues and you know like first issue that comes to mind is unsustainable rewards like you know we saw with ring who started das as a whole they started paying out 0.5 and that was not sustainable we saw the protocols paying out really large amounts of, of uh, rewards and they have to cut down their rewards over time. That makes investors very um, mad, obviously. So we at Valify, we said, hey, just let's just start very low. You know, 0.1 is like very sustainable and very, very small amount uh, per day per, per yield box. So that's one thing that we fo focus on and how we solve that issue of having that just lowering, um, just lowering the rewards. You know, the other issue that DAS protocols really faced was inability to invest the treasury, right? Uh, just having it in your own coin means that you have to dump your coin into the market. We keep seeing this over and over and over on every single protocol. The amount of money invested they have per node or per yield box is so little that if you you question you start questioning sustainability, like where is this going? How is this going to be paid for in the future? Like yes, it might work for a couple months maybe a year, but after that, what's going to keep this thing going? You know, if, if, if all your money is in basically your own token. So we solved this issue by creating a brand new engine, uh, the Valify engine, which just solves the issue of having your treasury in your own token. So now we're getting a stable coin treasury, which means hundred percent of the treasury can be invested, which means we would be the DAS with the most money invested um, probably in the world, honestly. Um, so yeah, we're just working on that and, you know, solving issues. The final issue that we get to, and these are like really big issues, right? There's a lot of smaller issues that we have solved, but this is like the main one. Uh, these three are the main ones. Um, we noticed that a lot of you from the, from the very beginning, we're talking about compounding and node inflation like slash yield box inflation because node and yield box, whatever. Um, but that was an issue you guys were keep racing and racing and racing from the very beginning. I remember so many messages on general chat and just when we got started, 
how are you going to combat compounding? Like you should put a compounding tax, you should do this. And that was not the way, we believe that was not the way of doing it. You know, putting a compounding tax and punishing people who invest into your protocol doesn't really make sense. You have to add value to their life at the end of the day so that everyone's happy, you know. Um, so infinite compounding is an issue in a sense that it uh, unbalances the sustainability of the protocol because at the end of the day, you're you're getting so many people in, so many new yield boxes that you have to, your, your daily payout keeps just growing and growing and growing and growing. You're like, you're overspending at that point. So we needed to find a way that we could control basically the amount of, um, we need to find a way to control the amount of growth without hurting the protocol, you know? Um, that way you give more time for the treasury to catch up, to be able to pay back. Um, it's all these little things that happen when you have like a, like a really good growth that is not overly exaggerated when you just allow open and, and like crazy compounding. Because at the end of the day, you're paying out more. You know, yes, new money is coming into the treasury, but we want to step away from being a Ponzi. We want to step away from that. So I'm going to unlock right now a channel that you guys are going to be able to see. Um, this channel will be called Yield Key Explanations. Uh, explanation. And we are going to have it. Uh, let me see. Set permissions. I think you guys can see it now. I don't know if anyone can confirm. It's right on top of the AMA live chat. Are you able to share your screen? Would that be easier? Yep. I can't. Uh, AMA doesn't allow it okay. for some reason. Or like these like stages don't allow sharing. I don't know. You can't do presentations or something. Oh, uh, but yeah, so you guys can see that um, we're introducing guild keys. And this is something we work so hard, uh, just calculating all the numbers and making sure everything makes sense. I'm going to be adding more slides to that channel. And that channel will be there after the AMA. So you guys can look at it, take, like uh, analyze it and all this stuff. So those are the yield keys. It's basically the solution to yield box inflation and increasing sustainability, you know? So the yield key, um, what it basically does, it allows you to increase your wallet space to hold more active yield boxes, right? Uh, the yield keys will be carefully uh, released in very small batches quarterly, every quarter, to ensure the healthy growth of a protocol. And if no new growth is needed, right? If we're sustainable and you know, uh, and all these things, we don't need new people coming in. Then we will not be minting new ones. Okay, um, so it's going to be very, very controlled of the over the amount that we're releasing over um, over the time. Uh, so that when the minting is over, we're obviously going to have the chance of, uh, wait, what the hell? we're going to have the chance to purchase them on the Balify marketplace. So minting will happen uh, in the beginning of the quarter. People will be able to mint. Um, it's going to be a price around $250. We're going to have run a little poll on that. But all that money is going to go straight to the treasury and a little bit to liquidity, right? No one's taking a cut out of that. This is basically purely profit for the treasury to reinvest that money and make more money, right? Um, when the minting's over and there's no more to mint, you will definitely need to go look at uh, the marketplace. So you you have the ability to flip these for a profit. Absolutely. Uh, you can sell your yield keys on the Malify marketplace. 
And if sold, you do not lose your yield boxes. That's very important. Your yield boxes just go pause, but you don't lose your yield boxes. So you can regain them after uh, when you made your profit or you buy a different one. Uh, and it all makes sense more when I explain more, but I'm going to add this slide here so you guys can see it. Right. So the minting will happen randomly. There's very chances of different ones coming out. Uh, there's going to be different rarities. And it also comes with the benefit that the more rare it is, the lower your monthly fee for those yield boxes created under that one uh, will be. And you guys will be able to see a little bit of the dashboard. Uh, so you understand a little bit more how it works. So I'm going to add this one here. Okay, so there's uh, three rarities. There's the common, the rare, and the epic. Uh, you know, the common four spaces through your wallet, monthly fee of $15 per yield box. Uh, six is six spaces and $14. And epic is eight spaces uh, with a monthly fee of $13. Put the other one. Now, now you guys get to the whole point of hey, I already bought my NFT, I already bought the pre-sale NFT. What is that? What is that gonna mean for me? Right? We're launching a legendary uh legendary level, which is the 12. I'm just putting up the slide. So it comes with all those benefits, right? You you the benefit of purchasing yield boxes at 250. Uh you're going to have a wallet space of 12. So you're going to be able to purchase 10 yield boxes and then you have two extra spots to compound or buy another one. It's really up to you. You do get the monthly fee reduction on the 12, right? It's not only on the 10, so it's going to be on all 12 to $10. And um, wait, sorry, that one says uh, yield boxes created before lunch, but it's going to be to all of them. Let me just change that really quick. I don't know why it's going to so yeah you have the monthly fee to all 12 you have more space than just 10 uh we did this so that you guys feel it's like a little affair that you guys are getting the most rare and not to mention these uh level 12 legendary will not be coming out anymore and in, in any way shape or form this is basically a one time. There's only going to be 5,000 of these, which you already, you guys already minted. There's no more. That's it. Never again another one with the same kind of utility, same kind of anything. Like this is it. Um, but yeah, this is the legendary level. And now I'm going to show you a little bit of the dashboard, how it's going to look. So it's going to be very simple and very easy to understand. So every, every wallet that creates, uh, every wallet that opens the DAP, is going to be able to create one yield box without any, without any, um, what is it called? Without any yield key, right? Uh, that would allow you to get into the ecosystem and start testing the waters with Balify. If you do want to get more spaces, you need to purchase a yield key. So you would go down, you would open the yield key, uh, you would open the marketplace or mint a new one, and then you'll be able to expand your wallet um, to create more. So this is. This is what happens when you when you add um, a yield key. So in this example, you know we have added a yield key of four. It opens four spaces, and you can create another yield box uh, because you already created three, and that gives you the 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 fee for fifteen dollars. Yeah. So you can create up to four. Now, what happens if you flip that? You flip that for profit. Your yield box basically 
go into a pause mode, the fee is still stays the same. So let's say you have, you already paid 90 days in advance and you, you know, you still have uh, 50 days left when you sold it. You are going to keep your fee when you reactivate them easily. You're going to keep your fee so you don't have to repay the fee. But this is basically uh, how we're managing node inflation, how we're managing uh, this whole thing of yield box inflation and sustainability, because we need to control growth in a sense that we can make sure that the protocol is growing healthy and we can analyze everything quarterly to see if we need new people in or if we, if we can afford to get new people in, you know, because at the end of the day, you're increasing. When you get new people in, you're also increasing how much you have to pay out per day. So if the treasury can afford it and stuff like that, we will invite more people in. In the meantime, you guys, there's not going to be any more mints. So you guys can easily flip your yield keys for profit. Uh, you can work around that and the, the price will just, uh, will be determined by the demand. But that's pretty much what we have work, been working on. We found that this is the only solution. We looked at putting a max, max uh, yield box per wallet, but people just create a different wallet. If you put the, the transfer fee, like uh, some other protocols have, like if you transfer to another wallet, you get a 40% fee. Well, you can just sell the token, convert it into AVAX, transfer it to the other wallet and buy it there. Like there's really no way of like truly preventing unlimited uh, compounding unless you do something like this. And uh, we believe that this creates, this opens up a whole different possibility for other people who want to make money on Balify. You guys can make money by also flipping the keys. You can make money by um, just even holding them will gain value over time because less keys will come out every time, you know, depending on how we are going with growth. But we do want to get to that point where we're, you know, we're not a Ponzi. We don't rely on that. We want to step away from that. So this is the only way that we can truly do this. Um, and, and the only way we can control this. Yeah. But yeah, I think uh, we're pretty much done. Um, some people are still a little bit confused on uh, how it works. And I think we need to like kind of like explain it a little bit uh, easier yeah. because they're not understanding. They think um, so everybody who purchased an original NFT, like out of the 5,000 that we had for $250, you get a legendary key. That's what basically it means that like you're transferring your NFT and you're getting a legendary key, which allows you to um, have up to 12 yield boxes in your account. But the standard was that, you know, with your NFT, you will only be able to purchase up to 10 yield boxes for $250. But then we set a new standard for compounding because, you know, other protocols have issues with compounding and, you know, just being able to unlimitedly compound for, you know, however long you feel like it without having any sort of issues. So we sort of fits that in this way by um, basically every yield key that you get is gonna allow you to have more space in your wallet to create more yield boxes. If yeah, that you can have it to anybody. Open, uh, someone's saying, yeah, someone's saying that they can only have, you can only have one, and you'll, you'll be able to get as many yield keys as you want. Uh, at the end of the day, you, you can mint one and hold it, and then someone else buys it off you, and you make a profit, and then they use it to compound. But we really wanna make sure that we're controlling that growth as much as possible. And it looks very linear and beautiful uptrend without damaging the ecosystem and becoming unsustainable and turning into a Ponzi. So this is how, this is how you control that. Okay, so um, anybody who purchased the original NFT, 
is still allowed to buy up to 10 Neopots for the price of $250 each. But when we launch, um, you're going to have two extra slots per NFT if you want to compound without any cost. And then afterwards, if you want to con continue to compound, you're going to have to purchase a yield key to be able to compound. And whatever, you know, the number is uh, randomized. So whatever the number you get is going to be how many new yield bots you, you can get. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so someone's saying, what about people who don't have an NFT? We're screwed. Uh, no, you're going to be able to mint at, at launch. Uh, you're going to be able to mint your, your yield keys. We're going to put a limit per wallet, you know, two, two yield keys or three yield keys, depending on how we decide it. And they'll be limited. They'll be limited. There's going to be FOMO. There's going to be people trying to get in. The yield keys are going to be really worth it, uh, worth a lot more in the marketplace. And you can, so, you can, you can get them in the marketplace too. It's not like, even if you do Right, you can one get them in the marketplace. It's not going to be like, yeah, it's not going to be like only the people who got one already are set. No, this people can still buy one. People can still mint one and the numbers will be limited per quarter. You know, we want to make sure that we can control um, the payout to buyback of the treasury. We want to make sure we control that as much as possible because unlimited, unlimited uh, growth, unlimited compounding just turns us more into a Ponzi. At the end of the day, that's what it does. And it's going to run out after one year. Sure, the, comp the, the Ponzi will last a year, right? What happens after that year? We want to last 10 years. How are you going to control that? How are you going to, okay, now the treasury has to pay for it 100%. So how are you going to do that? And this is the only way of doing it, you know? Yeah. This is the only way of truly controlling and being able to let the treasury grow as much as possible before having to pay back more per day. This is how you do that. This this has no effect on everybody. Everybody that purchases an NFT actually gets, you know, sort of a benefit, even a higher benefit, because now your NFT is worth even more than what it used to be. And on top of it, um, uh, you guys, I don't know if you guys remember, but we had said that only the yield boxes that are created during pre-sale will get the $10 uh, monthly fee. Now you get that for all your 12 yield boxes, even if you purchase them after pre-sale. So this actually yeah. benefits every person that purchases an NFT. This is good for every person that purchases an NFT. And, you know, it's just going to go on price if you end up wanting to sell. Everybody who sold, um, sorry for selling early, but everybody who kept it, you know, it's it's just hold on to it. It's going to be worth a lot more in the future. So, yeah. Um, this, I think is, we should take this is a game changer for compounding and we believe that this is the last solution that we need for Valify to ensure that we are as far away as possible from Ponzi as possible. Yeah. Like there's no other way of going. Uh, yeah. But the, the level 12, the legendary level, the 12 slots, again, it's very limited. It's only the people who already minted. There's not going to be these in the market uh, available to mint anymore. So if you purchase a pre-sale NFT, you have a level 12 yield key. That's pretty much it. There's with not the additional, uh, yeah. Yeah, with, with the additional the, benefit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If you uh, if you want to sell that 12, uh that legendary level, you can do so. Uh if you want to do that, please wait for the Balfi marketplace. That would be so amazing because at the end of the day, that's helping the treasury. 100% of that money is going to the treasury. No one's taking a cut out of that. 100%, yep. 
Um, I think we should uh, open up and uh, let some people come in because I know some people are still a little bit confused. Some people have questions. So um, we're going to open up the chat for a little bit and just answer a couple of questions because I know there's a lot of questions going on right now. And, you know, just take a couple of you guys to come in and ask whatever you need to know or it's, if we can explain and go over it a little bit more in detail, please. Uh, I'm going to open the chat and you guys can just request to come in and ask whatever you guys need to ask. Yeah, people can raise their hands. I know we have wow. a lot of people coming in. Wow, we just opened it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people wow. hopping on here. All right, we want to put a Craze on here real quick. Oh, Chewbacca, uh, my bad. Chewbacca's already here. My bad. Yeah, Sorry, Craze. <laughs> yeah. hey, Chewbacca, Chewbacca your, your, mic, your mic is on. Hey, your mic is on. Hey, Mike, There you go. Hey, guys, how's it going? Excellent. Hey, man, how are you? Good, good. Yeah, sorry I don't have any questions. Uh, I just want to say I think it's a great idea. I think you guys are doing a great job. This looks great. looks sustainable. Um, you guys really build a lot of confidence uh, with this AMA, for me at least. So great job is really all I wanted to say. So sorry, no questions. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, man. man. Appreciate I appreciate that a whole lot. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you. We're, oh, truly, cool. we're truly trying to do what's best for the community here uh and, and just make sure we're here for more than 10 years and I, we believe that this is the only way we can actually reach that because otherwise you have increasing rewards increasing rewards per day people just compounding like crazy and your treasury will never be able to catch up at the end of the day we'll never be able to catch up projects like that that have those issues just you know at the end of the day if they don't have new people coming into the ecosystem then they're gonna die they die That's just yeah the way it is okay. yeah Exactly. We're trying to, we're trying to build the largest, yeah, we're trying to build the largest treasury invested in the world of DAS to ensure that we're sustainable for over five years, over 10 years, over 20 years. But if we keep allowing unlimited compounding, which means the treasury has to pay back more each day, there's no way you're overspending more than you can actually afford. And that just turns you into a Ponzi. And what happens when no more people come in? That's the issue. That's that's the issue that we're looking at. What happens when pe no more people come in? No more hype for Balify. People are still people still need to live off Balify. People still need to make their own money. So this is how we secure that. That you're able that even if no new investors come in, even even if we completely stop the selling of of uh, of yield key we can still sustain this protocol for over 10 years. That's the difference that we're doing. Um, right, you know, I've also seen uh, some people are a little bit unhappy about it, but you know, this is the best thing we can do to make sure this is sustainable for everybody, not just one person. So I just wanted to make that clear. All right, Crazy, uh, your mic is muted. Yeah, Crazy, yeah, your I just, mic. I just wanted to make sure you guys were done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead, man. Uh, you guys can hear me good. I'm I'm sitting in my car in a parking lot right now. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Life. All right. Thanks for being here. Uh, so, is there an amount of keys? That, is there a max amount of keys you can get? No. no. Per wallet, no. Okay, uh, on, on mint day yes on the mint day we might have a max of like you only mint three or something exactly. like that but total you can mint you can i mean you can have as many yield keys as you want we're not trying to like have a max cap on the amount of yield boxes that you have okay so what's technically stopping me from so i i have the nft so i fill up those 12 yield boxes right and then i compound all of those for when That's you guys 
and right, go. Go I ahead. basically compound, buy a key, buy more boxes, compound again, buy another key, buy more boxes. Yes. The the thing that we're solving here is that we we're, we're managing how much the treasury has to pay out. And that's that's the difference. So it doesn't really matter who owns those keys and how many yield boxes they have. At the end of the day, what matters is how much does the treasury have to repay per day or per month compared to how much it's making. That's what matters. And that's what we're controlling here. We're not controlling who can get the most yield keys and who can do as many yield boxes as they want. We're controlling the amount of overall and how much the treasury has to pay back. That's what this controls. Because at the end of the day, there's always going to be loopholes for the investor. If you put a max per wallet, they can just create another wallet. There's so many loopholes around that. But this just makes sure that the ecosystem on the ecosystem level, not on the investor level, on the ecosystem level, we are sustainable. That's right. Is that okay? Is that clear? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not like up to date on the most recent white papers because I've been busy as hell. But um, so the. You guys, did you guys change the yield boxes paying out uh, rather than 0.1 valified a day or valley a day? It's going to be a percentage of the treasury no. a day? No, no, no. it's still going to be 0.1. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, that's why we need to control it, right? That's why we need to see, okay, how many 0.1s will we pay this month? And if we keep increasing per day like crazy, there's no way of catching up ever. Because the, the, the treasury, the money that goes into a treasury needs to develop, needs to grow. So we need to give that time for the treasury to actually grow and keep growing instead of doing buybacks like every, every five seconds. Oh, okay, I think I hear That is why in the treasury, that is why in the, in the white paper it stated that if the price of value goes down, then that's when the treasury does buybacks, but it will not be doing buybacks uh, when the price is going up, because then you burn through all the money that treasury has in a matter of seconds. Mm -hmm. And we want to make sure that we keep that treasury as big as possible. And only the gains are the ones that does the buybacks. That's how, that's why the engine is, is set up that way. All right. I think I get what you guys are getting at now. I mean, I'll, I'll sit and ponder on it. So like, I can yeah, absolutely. Here and have questions, and I'll message you guys if I got anything. If you have any questions, just let us know. Uh, we'll be. I'm gonna be uploading a a medium article that goes a little bit more into detail about everything, and I'm also gonna. We're also gonna be updating the white paper by like Tuesday. So by Tuesday, you should have all, all the information you want in white paper explaining this whole changes. All right, sweet. All right, thank you, man. Right, and we also we're also. We're also working on a couple of little videos that would help like explain this process as well. Uh, just kind of like some animation little things just to make it a little bit easier too as well for like new people coming into. I, I, I get the basic concept, but yeah. just the more finite details, I guess you could say is what I'm curious about. Yes, sir. I mean, yeah, always never hesitate. You know that. Yeah. All right, guys, I'll let someone else get up here now. Good job as always, you know, keep it up. Thanks, Grace. Thank you, man. Uh, totem fox we got a lot of people here it's crazy how everyone who's requesting to talk well majority are like nft holders yeah right hey totem what's up? Up. this one looks good um just a question on the yield boxes that we can 
purchase a 250 a pop. Is that something that we need to do at launch or as long as we have the pre-sale NFT, uh, we can purchase up to 10 at the cost of 250, whether it's at launch or whether it's down the road a little bit? That's uh, prior to launch. So it's going to be like two weeks, around a two-week period in our launch pad. Okay, do we have, I, I got to the AMA late. Is there any guesstimation on when that launch is going to take place? Uh, not yet, quarter two. All right, cool. Well, that's all I got. I'm excited yeah. for this one, guys. Looks good. Thank you, man. All right. Get Salinos in here. I don't know if he left. Uh, he went all the way down. Let's bring him in for some reason. Oh, wait. I'm Sorry, not going to say your name. <laughs> Hello, can you hear me? Hey, yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, fine. Uh, so just, just a question about the um, NFTs uh, exchange. So when you told that, uh, so I have two, two NFT now, so I'm allowed to uh, build uh, up to uh, 24 yield boxes. Yes. And, uh, you mentioned that uh, I can sail those even if I have the yield box and the yield box we, we, we go post. Yes. Uh, can you can you please explain a little bit better how it's working? Because uh, so I can I can have my yield boxes, then I sell the NFTs, the 12 is stop working, and then if I want to have it more, uh, if I buy a new NFTs that that say two, three, four, whatever, then I reactivate those. Yeah, so you will reactivate the portion that covers those NFTs. So if it's a four, you reactivate the first four yield boxes. Okay. The, the reason why is you wanna you might want to flip this for a profit, right? But you don't want to lose your yield boxes. So when you flip this, the 12, like it's going to be very valuable uh, when the marketplace comes out because it's the only one legendary. It's the only one that allows you to build as much and you get the $10 fee. So when you sell that, you can make a lot of profit by like three fourths, you know, and then you got 12 again. You're not paying the same fee, but you made a ton of profit that maybe you even have extra money, you know, from the sale. So you made more money on Valify. Yeah. So, so at the end, I go crazy that I had only two. <laughs> fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fine, man. So let's wait uh, until we launch. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you. I know these are like big changes uh, in one day, but <laughs> what's necessary? Hey, hey guys, can you hear me? Uh, hey sure. Yes, sir. Amazing, amazing. Um, so I've just got a few quick questions, but before that, I just wanted to say that, you know, the fact that you guys have gone through such great efforts to make this project sustainable um, and to increase the lifespan of the project even before the launch, I think it's, uh, it's really, really good and it's very, very promising. Um, from an investor's point of view. Um, so just a few quick questions. The first one was um, when you're minting the yield key, right? I assume that there's a random chance that you go with a common, rare, and epic key. Is that correct? Yes. Great. Fantastic. Uh, what is the approximate cost to uh, mint? We're looking at $250, but it's going to be, we're going to have a poll later on to determine the exact value, but we're looking at $250. And it's going to be half in Bali and half in stable so that we also increase the buying pressure of Bali. Half in Valley, half in stable. Okay, because this is the first um, thing that I've ever seen where you can actually mint 
um, an NFT, I believe, right? Is the UKs are in form of NFTs, right? Yes, correct. Okay, this is the first time I've seen that you can actually mint an NFT with 50% of one token and 50% of another. So that's pretty interesting. Um, so uh, just to clarify, so does that mean that if someone doesn't have the NFT and they want to enter the system, right, they need to purchase or they need to mint a yield key. So essentially at launch, right, people can only buy the value token, right, but they can't actually create the yield box without the key. Is that correct? You can create one per wallet. You Just can create one, one yield box. One yield box. But the, the same day, the same day that the token goes live is the same day that the yield key goes live. Right. So even if you do not hold the yield key, you, if you have the correct number of value tokens and uh, die tokens, you can create one yield box per MetaMask. Yeah. Is that correct? Yes. So my question would be, what stops people from bypassing that exactly by having several, several accounts? Yeah, there's a chance you can bypass that. But uh, at the end of the day, you're going to have like 20 different accounts and you have to pay 20 different fees in every account. So it's, it's more of a hassle. Right, right, right. But do you not believe that there would still be some people to go through some legs to do that? Do you not think it would be oh, uh, yeah, just, no doubt. just as more of a think, just more of a thought experiment, right? Would it not be more beneficial for the protocol in general if, if you know you could not actually enter the system without the yield key? We were actually discussing that too before. Yeah, because we see benefits of allowing people to buy just one. You know, the growth is very controlled and, you know, it's just not a lot. Uh, free space. And we get, we're, we're estimating that people are obviously going to want more than one, you know, at the end of the day. And yeah. having everything in different wallets is very cumbersome. Uh, but but you bring up a good point and, and that can be explored. Like, this is not set in stone. Uh hmm. Just like guidelines we thought about. And and we did have like one and then we changed it to zero and then we brought it back up when we were like talking about this this whole week. So that's something that we can take a look at. Absolutely. Yeah. And we were gonna force the idea was that we were gonna to mint a yield key, you have to have one yield box. This solves the issue of random people coming in and just purchasing yield keys and then just dumping them on the market and then like, but at a super expensive price. So how do you prevent people from coming in and doing that and exploiting the system of minting? You need to have yield boxes. That's, that's I mean, the reason. I mean, that could always be, so let's say for example, right? Let's say a bunch of people came in and brought bought these yield keys and then they just, you know, listed onto the market for an abnormally inflated price, right? Obviously no one would buy that. But then these people would be less incentivized to do that because you just you just essentially push out more keys, right? And then people will ultimately no. be willing to undercut and sell lower. No, the 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 way the keys are pushed out is going to be mm. quarterly based, and it depends purely on the protocol health. It's not going to be on our feelings or wake up this day we want to feel like we want to put more in the market. That's not how it's going to go. Yeah, of course. I mean, that makes this sense. This is controlled growth. Like, this is not going to be like whether we feel or we don't feel. This is what the protocol and the, you know, we're going to have a ton of Python um, simulations and different things and even bring like AI to simulate different uh, things, uh, different numbers. Mm -hmm. So 
that's what's going to tell us how many are going to be released uh, per quarter. It's not going to be like every month because we want to give time the protocol to adapt to its new, you know, bigger, more yield box type of thing. Mm, yeah, awesome. Yeah, no, I mean, I was just thinking because if let's say I was the average investor, right, and I have I had enough money, right, to buy, let's say, five yield boxes, right, five yield boxes worth of value tokens and die tokens, right, and at launch I buy enough for one, right. If I wanted to buy an extra four, right, it wouldn't be that much of a hassle to create four separate accounts as opposed to spending $250 to get those all in one account, if that makes sense. It's like, yes, yeah. it is a bit of a hassle, but it's not that much of a hassle, if you get what I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah I understand that. Yeah, it's a valid point. And, and we also want to raise like the other point, you know, that people can screw with the system in some sort of way. Mm -hmm. So by requiring them to be invested into Balify, to be able to purchase a yield key, um, just seals the whole deal with that. But but it's um, it's true, and 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 my question is, what are you gonna do with five, you know, yield boxes? Like at the end of the day, if you want to compound, you need to create a new wallet. You need to sell all those values or transfer them to that wallet. It's a lot more work, I guess. I have an idea. I mean, what if the community likes this? Uh, maybe what we could do is you can't create any yield boxes without without um, uh, you know. Without a, without uh, yeah, a, yeah. It's, a it's a really good point. It is, it is a really good point that, you know, we have talked about, we ended up removing it, but, um, you know, some of us were still with a doubt of, you know, just keeping the, you must need a yield key to enter the ecosystem. I think it, it's a really valid point. That, that will solve the, uh, yeah. Yeah, I say, um, let's talk about it more afterwards and, you know, we can decide on what we're going to do and what steps we're going to take. Yeah, I mean, it's a really interesting concept is all I can say. Um, one of you guys brought up the fact that, you know, let's say you have five yield boxes and you want to compound, but you don't want to go out of your way to buy the extra key. You can just transfer the tokens. But if you guys are familiar with a project called R&D, for example, if you want to transfer tokens, you obviously um, get taxed 40%, right? And if you want to implement somewhat of a system that is analogous to that, then you could obviously um, de-incentivize that from happening. Um, just a yeah. thought, anyway. Next week, um, next week. Uh, next AMA, we'll be talking more about the taxing system that we're implementing on Balify. So that should clear up a lot of things. It's just we cannot talk about it right now. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Uh, okay, so those three questions answered. Okay, so my last uh, three, right, which are quite quick. Um, number one, if we hold the legendary NFT, right, the one of the limited 5,000, uh, we can obviously create those 10 new boxes 10 days before the launch, right? So after the launch, would we be able to resell this onto the market just so that people can hold up to 12 yield boxes in their wallet? Is that something possible? Yeah. Or once you minted it, is that just it? Can you not do anything? No, they're going to be tradable. You can definitely sell your, your yield key, your legendary yield key. You can trade it and make a profit on it. Mm -hmm. um, it would just be forfeiting. Like you can pay... You can pay the 90 days in advance at $10, but once you sell that one and you go pay the fee, it's going to grab it with whatever yield key you have attached to the yield box. So right. the fee is going to go on that. So you're going to lose that benefit, but you made a huge profit on the on the, on the the legendary that you might not even care about paying. Right. So, so for example, if you had one of those uh, special yield boxes and you paid $10 for the next three months and I happened to buy that yield box, I would reap the benefit. So I wouldn't have to pay for the next three you months. You don't buy yield boxes. You buy yield oh, sorry, I meant, the, I meant a yield key, sorry. 
no, no, no. Uh, so basically, uh, you don't. So whatever three months you paid on your yield boxes, that stays like frozen. So once you activate a new yield key, those uh, three, uh, I don't know, thirty days that you had already paid, those are still there. They're frozen. So once you reactivate it, they go back into the um, into unpause. And if you sell your legendary key. Um, the other person has, you know, um, if they already had some sort of time on their uh, yield boxes after That's their time runs out, then they have, you know, the opportunity to now pay yeah. $10 only, for the. Yeah. Yep. It's only when you click like pay fee. That's when it calculates how much you have to pay depending on on the yield key that you have. So if you look at, if you look at the, if you look at the, the dashboard that we have on the yield key explanation, you can see that number like on the on the second prior to second you have a level four and it has like a little line signaling what yield boxes are connected to that you know uh in one second second to the last one ah yes 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 yeah you see the line so yield box two three and four and the new one that you can create you have that spot available will be affected by the fee of the four and then if you have a six after, then the next six are affected by the fee of the six. And that's how it's going to be calculated. Right, right, right. right. That makes sense. Amazing. Um, so the yield box, so just to clarify, the yield boxes aren't tradable, but the yield keys are tradable. Exactly. Right? So the yield boxes are not NFTs. Exactly. Okay, yield boxes cool. are just added to your account. All right. Um, awesome. Last question. Um, and it's regarding your most recent Medium article. Um, so I was just wondering, are you going to be rolling out the prediction game, the lottery, the LP staking and lending and borrowing um, before the, are you going to have that like before the launch? So it's ready as soon as it launches, because um, one of the things I was just thinking about was that, you know, one of the reasons why there'll be buying pressure on value in the first place is because people could create a ton of yield boxes, right? But if this is limited due to the number of yield keys available. Um, then would you not, would we not need to have additional utility to um, sustain yeah. price eventually? You still need value to buy a yield key. Uh, just want to make that clear. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we're going to have uh, different ways, and some of them will come before and some of them will come after launch. Right, right. Do you have any ideas of which ones are planned to come before the launch? Uh, we've for sure, for sure, prediction game. Right, amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Prediction game is coming soon. We're going to be but the that's second. Not, uh, yeah, that's not on uh, that. You don't need value for that. That's uh, going to be. Yeah, that just makes money for the treasury, but you don't need value. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, right. there's going to be other things that, that would increase the utility of the actual value token. But again, all these things that we're creating still benefiting the treasury and making more money for the treasury, which helps the ecosystem. Yeah. Um, if you don't mind, I'm not sure if you've gone over this before. Can you go over how the lending borrowing system works? Is it something similar to Abracadabra? This? Oh, uh, you're talking about the medium article that mentions the lending borrowing? Yeah, yeah. So it's okay. um, under value utility. Uh, yeah, that, that actually was there uh, as a planned utility. It's not set in stone. So uh, that has not yet been... <laughs> Uh, discussed. Uh, that's not coming yeah. yet. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, that's for later. Yeah, we have so many things like planned already, like the marketplace, the prediction game, the token, the launchpad, the DAP, 
the yield keys like it's so many things we need to roll out <laughs> before mm. yeah amazing well all i can say is uh, thank you for taking time uh, for to answer all of these questions and uh, your project sounds very very promising i love um, the thought that has gone into it and yeah i wish you guys the best of luck thanks for being thank here man really appreciate it and thanks for all the questions thank too you. Yeah, we've been. It helps us. I mean, oh, I, I, so I can tell that guy was like taking just, notes when he's doing it too. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, Let's get Rafa in here. I don't know what he oh, There was a uh, free left. spirit. Uh, yeah, Rafa was just that? Hey guys, how are you doing? Welcome back, man. Second time in a row. Yeah, I'm here again. <laughs> So uh, just so I'm clear here now, um, we will be getting uh, legendary N NFTs as original buyers. And so um, if we were to, my original plan was to max out each one. So that would be uh, 50 yield boxes. So in this scenario, now I'm now able to uh, buy 60 instead. You can or buy 10 to compound to 60. You can compound up to 60, but you'll be able to buy the 50. Yeah. Got it. So basically, I'm able to compound to 60, and then I'll have to buy NFTs, uh, the yield key, to, to keep on compounding. Yeah, exactly. You need to buy a yield key after. Got it. Got it. And then um, one uh, question I had is, how, how do you guys think this will affect, like, the price action? Does this change, like, um, I know you guys are at 10 Valley to buy a yield box? um as far as it's, uh post-launch it's does this five change anything five. at all so it's five valley and uh five, five worth of valley and stable like the way okay, we charge so, for yield boxes is is half and half okay i wasn't sure if you guys were when you by your introduction if you guys were switching that around to like all stable coin or what was going on no 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 it's gonna still say the same because that's what allows us to have the the treasury in stable and also have buying pressure on Bali. So we're removing a bunch of selling pressure from the treasury so that we can invest the whole money in the treasury. Okay, super cool. I, I like this a lot actually. Um, and now one last thing. Now, uh, when we buy the NFTs, the yield keys, if we want to keep compounding, now it. If I heard it clearly, it's it's randomized on how many you get, or is it specific when we're buying? It's going to be randomized. Smart. It's based on the percents that you have there. So there's a 70% chance of getting a four, 22% chance of getting a six, and 8% chance of getting an eight. Oh, got it. Cool, cool. All right. Well, that's all I had for you guys. I'm going to go easy on you today, but I, I like it a lot, guys. I actually like it a lot. Uh, I'm glad to see you guys are thinking ahead before we even launch. So. <laughs> That's uh, great to see. You. Thank you, man. Yeah, that's okay, the whole exactly. point. That's basically the whole point. We we said we want to be a protocol for over ten years, and this is how we reach that. So it's very important. We control growth. And um, so one last thing. So the yield boxes, everything, all the pricing is going to stay the same as far as like what we had planned out. But um, yes. are we still planning for the post launch to be around fifty dollars for a value token? Is that going to change uh, now with the, 50 uh, and, uh, and 100, yeah. Okay, that's so the estimates. Okay, cool. Well, that's all I got for you guys. But thank you for your time. Thank you, man. Thank you. Hi. Mr. Legerville.
I don't even know what this is now, man. <laughs> how many? How many AMAs? Played? Yeah, I've actually participated in all of them. I'm always yeah, there. man. This is yeah, awesome. Mr. Loyalville, Loyalville. <laughs> you can say that again, yes. Mr. Loyalville, I totally agree on that one. With the only exception is today, I got in late, so I missed the first 10 minutes. Which yeah, means that I really had no clue what you guys said before, <laughs> you know, doing those 10 minutes. So if you can just replay, recap for me, that will help me a whole lot. I know yeah, you guys really? talking about a, a yield key, we're going to need, I understand all that, but a couple protocol you guys changed and I missed that. Yeah, so the first 10 minutes we just went over <clears throat> sorry, we just went over like the, the the things we have solved as Valify, like the unsustainable rewards, the treasury not being able to invest it, to be invested. Um so that's what we basically went over and then we discussed the So I don't know okay. if you were here when we started talking about the yield key. Or yes, I, 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 you know, I was. I understand we are going to get like the NFTs holders, like such as myself. I have 10 NFTs. So, yeah, so you're going to get, get a, a legendary yeah. a legendary yield key, right? Yes. And that's going to allow you to increase your wallet space by 12 each. So, you're going to be able to have 120 yield boxes. Uh, you're going to be able to buy 100 yield boxes because you have 10 at two, 250 each and then you're going to be able to compound up to 120 before you even have to think about purchasing another yield key nice that's that's yes. beautiful that's yes so and obviously now sorry um you all your all your you know, uh your yield boxes your 120 will have that 10 dollar discount not only the first time yeah all right Perfect, perfect. So let, let me ask you this though. Each yield key, it's allow you to compound how many um, yield box? It depends on the rarity. So for your ones, uh, the ones that you already purchased, that's 12. But uh, after we launch, it's going to be four, six, and eight. There's never going to be more than that. Four, six, and eight. Yes. Okay. Okay. I, you know, I, okay. I totally get it now. I get it. So, any update on the launch date of, of the year box we're still, token? We're still looking at quarter two, 2022. Yeah. All right. I'm clear. Then I, I'm, it's clear. Everything clear for me now. Uh, you know, Thank you, man. I'm with you guys. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Let's get Red Danny in here. Hey, can you guys hear me okay? Yes. Hi. Excellent. Hi, thanks for having me. First time. Um, I've just recently bought an NFT to join the project, so very happy to be here. Uh, and I have a question on KYC. <clears throat> yes. So looking through your white paper, I believe you guys KYC'd with Assure DeFi. Is that right? Yes, we already did. So I've been watching, I'm, I'm kind of new to the space of the, you know, stuff as a service. So I've been trying to do a lot of research on different projects to kind of up my IQ. And I came across a guy uh, in the last week or so, uh, Drew Walter on YouTube, who was making videos about, at the time, StrongBlock, uh, the sustainability of StrongBlock and uh, Thorpe. And obviously, I appreciate you guys, nothing to do with them. One of the things he brought up that he'd seen was that Shaw DeFi appeared to only be a couple of weeks old 
and seemed to be very uh, kind of uh, clouded as to who operated it and the background to it. Now, the question I have is, I went and I, I verified myself that they only incorporated a couple of weeks ago. When I first looked at them, the team was only one person, and now they've changed it so you can't see that. Now, obviously, I'm not intimating you guys have any knowledge of any of this at all. My question is, what did you guys know about Ashore before you chose them? Um, and do you have any plans in the future to audit with anyone like Certic or anyone that has more history in the space? Because from what I saw about these other projects, it appeared that, you know, it could be a way for bad actors in the space to, to say they've KYC'd, get that ability in the space when they may not actually have it. So my question is, you know, how much did you know about them before you went with them? What made you choose them? And do you have anyone in the future that you're going to do a, a more in-depth audit with that yeah. has KYC like Certic? Yeah, so we have, um, first of all, we, we social docs, um, that's our Instagrams and stuff, obviously, whatever. Uh, now we, we did a short DeFi because we, when we started the, uh, when, uh, in the beginning of Valify Discord, a lot of people were talking about doxing, doxing, doxing. And the two things we heard was rug dog and a short DeFi. And, uh, a lot of people were talking about a short DeFi, short DeFi, short DeFi. So we went with a short DeFi. Um, on top of that, we see that other big protocols like Thor and stuff like that, they, they do it with a sure DeFi. So we went with the one that most DAS people do it. Uh, again, I don't have any issue. Like the team doesn't have any issue doing it with company. It, it costs more, so it's more money spent, but we could, we could definitely uh, do it with another company if you prefer something other than a sure DeFi. But I think Assure DeFi is pretty good. They, they, we were talking to them and they said that they I mean, if the authorities ask, like if some ports us to somewhere, uh, they know that they have our documents and they can just release them to authorities like really easily. Uh, mm -hmm. On top of that, we're doing a certic audit uh, before launch. So all okay, of the contracts will be, yeah, they're, they're, all of them will be audited and, and we want to make sure that certic has the full thing out, the full, uh, what is it called? A report. The full, the full like, report. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, out and we have, you know, our devs uh, can fix it if there's any issues and mm -hmm. that way we get them resolved and then that's when we will launch. So that's why we can't really, we, 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 sorry, we can't really promise like a date, specific date of launch because at the end of the day, it's, it depends on how long CERDIC is going to take. But yeah, we're, we're, we're not seeing, yeah. That's perfect in terms of uh, the audit because I've looked at Certic and they seem to have a good history. So that that's perfect. Um, obviously, if anyone is interested, I have posted the video in the AMA live chat so people can go and look at the stuff for Assure DeFi themselves. Maybe it's nothing, maybe it's something, I don't know. But for someone who's just trying to get more information and level up their IQ, that was why um, I thought it was an important question to ask. But, you know, you guys, the, the project sounds great. I'm excited for it and uh, yeah, happy to be here and I'll be following it as it goes ahead. Thank you, man. Thanks very much. Good. Burdner. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, man. Welcome. Hey, um, obviously, this is like game changer. Like I said in the chat before, I think it's going to be copied tomorrow. So, congratulations <laughs> on that. Uh, so true. My question's related to the compounding. Um, mm -hmm. What uh, has there been a solution yet to the compounding? Because if you're compounding 10 Valley, obviously you don't have the stable. 
yeah so at at that point like there's really not much we can do we do have to sell but the initial sell pressure will be very uh like reduced because of the way we're doing it uh when the when the compounding money to, to the into the what is it called oh my god the engine um the half of uh, a small part of that value like four will need to be sold or 4.5 for the treasury we are working so that in the future we can have a different engine that distributes the money different but for now it's there's no way of going around that uh selling pressure inside the treasury the good thing is that we can eventually delay it if the if the price is not looking good we we shouldn't be dumping more tokens on the market so we can play around with those times and dump it you know depending on on how it goes i i was um i, I mentioned it before in the general chat but it, is it possible to maybe put all of the compounded value into a separate wallet and then use that as a wallet to have people stake maybe smaller amounts in the future oh that's a good idea that's a good idea yeah yeah because we we're definitely gonna do staking so let me so write that down if all that compounded valley just ends up in a separate wallet it can be used as a separate rewards pool for staking yeah makes sense yeah this is why we're talking about a new engine for funding uh stuff like this could come into that engine so that we we lower the selling pressure on the compounding awesome all right great job guys that's all i have yeah i'm writing it one second Awesome. Thank you, man. Uh, I deflink with. I don't Hello? know how to say his name. Hey, man. Welcome. Hey. Um. So I also missed kind of the beginning, but I kind of catched up when uh, one of the other guys came in. But uh, I had a small question about the NFT. So I own an NFT. That means I can build 12 or no, sorry, I can build 10 and then compound 12, right? Yes. Okay. And after that, my NFT will be uh, randomly reduced to either four, six or eight. No, you keep no? that 12. Yeah. But if I sell it, the, the other person that bought it will either able to build four six or eight depending on what my nft uh no. <clears throat> the 12 is a 12 it's gonna be its own thing you can flip it for okay. profit if you want and then the okay. new ones that are gonna come out are never gonna reach 12 like the okay so we have like an exclusive ones that we can sell yes the ones you guys have already they're gonna be exclusive like no one else is gonna have legendary okay. there's not gonna be okay. any new minting or anything like that and uh, I heard you tell you um, that now you have to make a yield box with five uh, valley and five, a stable coin uh, at the same amount of a valley. But first that was AVEX, but now it's changed. Am I correct? Yes. So we want to re remove as much risk as possible. So we remove the risk of the price of AVEX tanking. So okay. yeah, 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 we're okay. not taking a stable coin. Yeah. Okay. And uh, okay. That's nice to hear. Uh, and of course, uh, selling the NFTs will come with a tax, but that's going to be next day, May, I guess. Uh, selling the NFT, when you put it in the marketplace, there's a 5% marketplace fee. 
and that goes yeah. all to the treasury. Yeah. Okay. So that's okay. the fee of trading the NFT. The the, the okay. yield. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah no one's not gonna cut from this. Um, even the money from minting goes straight to the treasury and liquidity. Like yeah. no one's gonna cut. It's basically treasury and liquidity. That's it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. And a uh, small question about the uh, uh, monthly fees. So we just said earlier, yes, you can pay 90 days up and then you can sell the NFT. You, of course, keep uh, the old price. It doesn't remove, you, you don't have to pay extra because you sold your NFT uh, for the fees. I don't know if that's really so made sense, but. <laughs> when you, when you, let's say you purchase your 12 yield key, uh, your 12 yield boxes at launch. Yeah. You pay 90 days at $10. If you sell your yeah. yield key, uh, when you have to renew those fees, it's going to grab the new fee from the, from the yield yeah. key that's connected. It's not going to keep the $10. So the, the fee is not connected to the, to the yield box. It's connected to the yield key. Yeah, the yield key. And the NFTs are just the yield keys. Uh, they're the same thing. Yeah, the, the, the yeah. yield keys are NFTs. That's how the way they operate. They can be traded. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. And you can only, uh, the NFT only works on uh, 10 yield boxes, right? Uh, what NFT, the one you hold right now? Yeah. Let's say the one I have, uh, of course I'm, I think I'm just gonna maybe keep mine to, uh, mitigate, uh, the monthly fee uh, a little bit, but I don't know if I mean, we'll see at the time if that's, uh, wise or if my rewards, uh, compensate for that. But let's say I uh, have more NFTs or buy from someone else or trade. Uh, will then 20 of my uh, boxes be 10 fee or only a certain amount? So the ones that fall under your yield key, the legendary one, which is 12 slots, 12 of them yeah. will have a $10 fee. And then anything okay. after will have whatever the next yield key has. Okay. So the yield keys that are going to be come later that are eight, six, and four, will have different um, monthly fee reductions also, or they will also be 10. Yes, you can see it on the yield key explanation channel under Balify. We have a picture yeah. that shows that the four has a $15 monthly fee. The rare, which is the six, has uh, 14, and the epic, which is the eight, has 13. And then okay. legendary has 10. Yes, I see, I see. Okay. No, and yeah, most questions got uh, asked by the people before me, so that's fine. All right. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah. Have a nice. Sorry, man. Transport Ninja, let's go. Hey, can you hear me? Hey, man. Welcome. Hey. So, quick questions I had. Uh, I have a legendary, I have the NFT, so I have a legendary key. So, once I make my 12 boxes, I pay a monthly for the yeah the maintenance fee of ten dollars. If I go and buy another key and make you know a total of twenty boxes, is my maintenance fee ten dollars for all twenty of those, or will I have to pay the separate fee for the new key? Well, it's gonna be based on the ones connected. So your first twelve are gonna be the ten dollar one, and then if you have like an eight, like an epic after, then it's gonna be thirteen for the next eight. It depends on okay, what so is attached. So I'll be paying two different keys for two different fees for all. The, okay. I got you now. Yeah. Uh, another, another idea I had there too, when you guys were talking about having to own a yield box to buy a key 
and how to prevent people from making multiple wallets. I think you should keep it to where you have to have a yield box to buy a key to prevent people from flipping the keys. But maybe you can make it so if you don't own a key, you have a higher maintenance cost for your single yield box, like a $20 maintenance fee for your single yield box. That way, it's not even worth it to make 20 different wallets and pay an extra $5 on each one. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I don't know, team. What do you guys think? That's that's a pretty good idea. We can definitely talk about I actually, it. I actually like that idea, but I think instead of just 20, let's make it like 30 or 40 so people are more motivated to get a key. Um, we can definitely discuss the numbers, though. Uh, that is a great yeah, idea. Wait, yeah. If you're making 10 different wallets, you're paying 10 bucks extra on each one. You might as well just take the money and buy a key and deter that completely. No, yeah. Yeah, that's a good but, idea. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that was it. I do like the idea someone else said about keeping the keeping the price at 250 for the NFT holders until they reach their max limit. But I know you guys said you're not doing that, so just throwing it out there. I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's something that, that we need to look at because that that's increased more yield boxes. Um, yeah, just say until they hit their limit, like the NFT holders have a max of 10 at the pre-sale price. Say if they can't afford a max of 10, you don't want to take that away from them from being, you know, founders there to kind of feel attacked when they offered more NFTs and keys, it seems like. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, we can talk Maybe about let, it. Let, let, let them keep that 250 price until they hit their max of 10 and then make them start paying the other price. Okay. Yeah, that could definitely be discussed. Yeah. Okay, that's it. Thanks. Thank you, man. Salenius. Here we go. Hi, can you hear me? Hey, man. Welcome. Hey, hey. Um, so I got uh, some small questions. Um, if I create 10 yield boxes with my pre-sale NFT, like the legendary yield key, uh, I can then compound two more. And after that, I would need to buy another yield key, right? Yes. Okay. So if then I would sell the NFT afterwards, uh, 11 of them would get paused since you can only have one uh, active without any yield keys, right? Yes. Okay. Um, also, I think this one got uh, answered already, but the monthly fees get paused also if the yield box is paused. Yeah, if the yield box is paused, then you don't, yeah, you're, if you still had 60 days of fees left, uh, it stops it. So you still have the 60 days even after reactivation. Okay, so that gets freezed basically. Yeah, it gets frozen, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, good. Uh, and then my last question is, um, if someone buys the legendary yield key on the secondary market, uh, does that person also get the $10 monthly maintenance fee? Because I think before it was like it only uh, gets on the yield boxes that get uh, created pre-launch. Yeah, they do. They do. So, so it's, a more, it's, a, it's a benefit more for the, for the legendary, so it makes it more valuable. Yeah, that's, that's nice. That's really good. Okay, that's all I got. Thanks. Thank you, man. Decade investor, let's go, bro. Hey, what's up, y'all? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Uh, hold on, yes, sir. I'm on definite. Hold on. 
Uh, can you okay. can you hear us? Okay. So my question is, when it comes to uh, sustainability, I know the idea is to play, uh, pay out 0.1 valley per day. Um, is there like something? Is there? Do you all have in mind like if you're looking at the runway and you know obviously um, the longer the better, but it starts to get lower and lower. Is there um, anything in place that y'all thought about to um, maybe cut the rewards or different ways to extend that sustainability if that runway for some reason um, gets shorter and shorter? And, and second follow-up is, is there like a time frame of runway where you guys are like, uh-oh, like we need to make a change? Yeah, so at the end of the day, we have, um, we have different options. We have vesting, we can cut the rewards, we can buy back from the treasury. Um, it, it really just depends on the situation, but there's definitely, um, what is it called? There's definitely measures in place depending on the situation that we face. Okay, cool. Yeah, that, that was my question just to kind of see what, uh, what, you know, in terms of sustainability, because obviously um, we want to get into projects that are, like you guys said, in there for years, which would be great, uh, but just making sure there's stuff in, set in stone or, or just at least thought about, um, because when it comes to like sharing about this stuff to my community, they always, you know, what's the sustainability, what's all this measure? So um, definitely just wanted to get that answered. So I appreciate it. Yeah, man, we cannot let the reward pool go dry. So that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm in a couple of projects where it's like, I'm looking at the runway, get shorter and shorter every day. Um, but no, glad that you guys are on it. And um, definitely at first the the uh stuff was kind of confusing um but y'all y'all explained it really well in the ama today only uh strengthened the the uh confidence in the in the project and especially y'all on the team so thank you thank you man all right Rashid, let's go bro Sorry, my mic was uh, muted. So first thing, uh, I love the project. Uh, you are different from other DAOs, like uh, fork DAOs, that uh, you implemented the NFTs, that, that's good. Uh, also, the yield farming, which you recompound each time. But the only issue, what, what I see uh, is the, the not issue, but the benefit compared to other projects, you implemented the games, the games of the prediction, the lottery, but we need or to add more games to the NFTs because like you're saying, with the yield boxes, we're adding, let's say, we are taking uh, value tokens, like in other games, like paper games or other NFT games. When people have their tokens, they're going to dump it on the market and that will lower the price down each time. What what can we have to prevent that uh, for the dumping? Yeah, so the the games that um, that we are presenting to the community are not inflationary, which means we don't import tokens from the Valify engine or before to the game. So it's basically run by the community. So these are tokens that have already been purchased and um, they get put into this reward pool and they get redistributed, like for example, the lottery. That's why the lottery has a 20% burn. Uh, but yeah, there's there's many things and we obviously gotta add more, we will add more utility to the value token, including more games and stuff like that. 
that will burn more tokens, you know, and that way prevents, like, helps with the selling pressure. That I, I mean, let's let's make this project not only about the token, but let's let's make people. Let's say not everybody will throw here one million to buy the token or something like that. But let's make it more like a game for other players that don't need to make yield boxes, but just want to play the game. Like you have the pancake swap prediction game, and every everybody is putting money there, gambling yes. and everything. That yes. that's a good stability for this project and beyond this. And from there we can invest in uh, uh, other things so we can grow the treasury uh, and so forth. Yeah, that is that is the plan. The plan is that you the valley token. The value token itself and the the yield keys and the NFTs, whatever it is, all have utility in in the ecosystem, and they're used in the ecosystem, and they're not like uh, with the taxing system that we have this time, which we'll talk more. Um, we're gonna discourage a lot of whales, a lot of uh, pumps and dumps, a lot of bots, a lot of uh, day I mean, traders. With everybody to have the same price or. To be fair with each other, nobody loses money or maybe when you make the prediction game, you lost because you didn't predict the ups and downs. But uh, another thing, regarding marketing, we don't have nothing regarding marketing at the moment. When are we going to start that? When we launch or? Yeah. No, no, no. We, we've we been working on marketing. We've been contacting different, uh, uh, we're working on more creatives. I mean, we don't need influencers. We need like uh, a short demo, like like this. It will be a showcase of how the game will be, how the project will be, how much you will yeah. make. Because nobody knows how much you are gonna make. Let's say let's make an animation. Let's say the price is this. You're gonna make this amount per day. You're gonna get your investment in this amount. If the price stabilizes at this point or grows bigger, you're gonna get your uh, money even faster. Yeah, Rashid. Yes. Uh, Rashid, yeah. So right now we're working with a couple of uh, animators. We should be able to do exactly what you just said, bro. I'm so glad you brought this up. Very great. Uh, so within the next week or two, we should be have a couple of animations that's going to do exactly what you just said. Give an overview on what the Valify is. It's going to say how much you're going to make, how much you have to spend, things like that. What's uh, I a mean, yield key, things like that. Before we launch, we want to have a, a great project. I mean, I, I have two NFTs at the moment. And I would love to buy more, but I don't have. I don't see the incentive to buy even more because I cannot see only text, you know, the white papers. I don't see, uh, let's say, uh, me as an, a new investor coming to this. I have to enter your Discord to learn about it. I cannot find it on Twitter, YouTube, something regarding. Okay, let's uh, like uh, force doubt. Most of them showed uh, a crazy APY attracted people, but you're not in the game uh, fooling people. You want to have a guarantee for them. That's why the best thing is to have to showcase what we're going to do. And uh, regarding the market, the yeah, market, Rashid, okay. you say to fool. Sorry. Just interrupt you quick. I mean, we are still, like, like I said, we're kind of very early in this. I mean, I agree with you a thousand percent. We need something that just attracts people in. Um, as soon as you get those animations done, uh, Ed and I and uh, Bobby, we're, we both on our side businesses, we run ads for a living. Um, we're really good at that. We're really good at retargeting, look like audiences, 
um, things like that. So we're going to be knocking those out. Uh, I, I do think we also need a lot more influencers. So I kind of disagree with that. So in addition to paid ads, we're gonna be, yeah. you're hitting up, we're constantly, constantly hitting up a bunch of influencers. Uh, we do have a couple of nice partnerships with a couple that are going to be rolling out. We've been talking to a couple of influencers, um, but I agree with you one full heartedly. Um, now that we got this AMA out, uh, now that everybody understands kind of like what we're doing, especially with the yield keys, uh, now I'm actually able to put out the website and we can start retargeting, create lookalike audiences and all those things now. Yeah, there's we're, we've been working. I, I even told the team about this. We've been working on educational campaigns. I think mm -hmm. that's very important. Uh, Trying to absolutely. show the people what we are, how we do it and why we're going to be here for 10 years. So that's that's something I even told the team and I even mm -hmm. sent like voice notes about it on our on our group chat. Uh, just we need to get people to know how we're different from other ones, how we're doing better than other ones, and how we will be here for 10 years. Like different campaigns that show that. I mean, you're, uh, I don't think I'm, I'm not the only one here that got rugged or uh, lost money on a project, believing the project, the white people, and then it went all the way. I mean, each DAO project, uh, we need some guarantee. I mean, not the guarantee. Nobody can guarantee the crypto or nothing. You are not a bank, obviously. But we need something that can uh, be uh, proves that we will be better than those. We are doing this, 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 and that. And your money is yeah. safe with us. Yes, that's 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 exactly what the campaigns uh, show. That's that's something we're talking about. That's it. Thank you, yeah. guys. Thank you, Sorry for the all the questions Thank you. never say sorry man we appreciate it we love it matter of fact we're actually yeah, really happy that perfect. everybody here is like really smart everybody asking like great questions this is only going to benefit the project also you said regarding the marketing your uh, facebook uh, ads manager uh, facebook uh, yeah uh, i personally I, I run facebook I, ads and i run I, some youtube ads and also native ads so try youtube it's yeah. better believe me well, it depends kind you're of what gonna you're doing. Target, you're, gonna you're gonna target the right audience that really wants what they are looking for. Mm -hmm. Facebook yeah. is just stop stopping the scroll. YouTube, you have the five seconds that you can target the uh, uh, target the, the audience that you want in five seconds. If you uh, hold them that five seconds, that's it. They're gonna click it after that. Yeah, and, uh, I even uh, have YouTube, a. YouTube I even... has a I even have like a software that allows me to specifically target other like DeFi YouTube channels as well. So if there's a DeFi yeah, YouTube yeah. channel, like influencer, I can put a YouTube video on top of that one. So they see us yeah, first before they watch that video. I'm working, the, I'm in e-commerce as well. So that's, oh, cool. I know, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, you know about it. Awesome. Yeah. I'm in, based in Europe, so we don't have, uh, uh, your marketing as in uh, the states, well, it's bigger than here. But in Europe, it's much uh, it's much cheaper than the US to target each. Uh, oh yeah, I would imagine so. And YouTube more better. Okay. Yeah, I mean, regardless, we're gonna be doing everything. <laughs> you know, we're gonna be doing yeah, yeah. Uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, native ads, push notifications, a, a bunch of different things. Yeah, man. And if you if you would like to to help us, uh, you can give us you can write to us in private and send us some ideas of campaigns that you would like to see, um, and you can definitely like help us with that. That would be great. Also, yeah, for sure. Also, for the uh, market that you wanna 
will make it. Okay, I understand TOFU, you have some issues because regarding the fees and everything, but it's an open market. That's, uh, uh, I mean, that's a wide uh, open for, uh, I like to the day I saw, we are the second uh, top three. So that's good, people are seeing us, but if you are gonna make a closed market, who's gonna see it? How they're gonna access it? Most NFT traders go on TOFU, on NFT trade, they don't know about your market. Yeah, I think this, this, these uh, yield keys are specifically for our uh, ecosystem. They have no benefit to other people. So that's why it's going to be a... But you want people to buy and trade your NFTs, right? Yes. Yes. And eventually we're going to have it on like things like CoinMarketCap, CoinGecko. Eventually our, you'll be able to see our actual token on there, your value token. Uh, but I mean, we, there's no real way to really stop people from buying on the open market. Um, no, but what, what Ed says makes sense. I mean, it's just for the ecosystem, yeah. so it doesn't really, uh, it doesn't really make sense for it to be on other markets, uh, except for the users of 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 uh, Valify, right? Mm -hmm. so, I mean, at the end of the day, there's no real way of stopping us from like we can't stop you guys from selling on Tofu or anything like that. The reason why we say that you should wait for our marketplace. It's because and it's going to benefit yeah. the treasury. Yes. Yeah, and the treasury will benefit us as well. Yeah, but exactly. people, so, people have a, uh, I mean, they're scared of sketchy things behind doors. The, the, the tofu and NFT market, it's a public space. It's not behind doors. Somebody wants to access our market, it's behind doors. You have to go to their Discord, you have to go to their website, then buy there. It's something sketchy. You know, I yeah, mean, they, you they, guys, they, no, you don't they, buy some an NFT from a normal website. You go to the uh, marketplace, right? At the end of the day, you can you can trade them on Tofu or tr NFT Trader. There's no issue with that. We're not limiting that. But all we say is that if you are in Balify, you believe in Balify, you should at least try to trade it on our marketplace because the treasury I, gets a commission. I, I, the I'm not talking about myself. I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking about new investors that want to have the NFTs. Yeah, they, they're gonna they, they're gonna be they're gonna be on the on the on the markets on the secondary markets everywhere. They're gonna be everywhere. You can you can bring them over anywhere, and we can verify the collections. But just so, so for us, that's why I said for us, let's try to keep it on the on the Balfi marketplace. Yeah, so the keep, treasury benefits, and you benefit too. We can't and really stop the open market. Yeah, we can't really stop that. And we can't really stop other people making like scams of our NFT as well, you know? Or even, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. But yeah, thank you so much for your questions, man. Um, let's try to get thank to some. Thank you, man. Have a nice day. Thank you, you too. All right. Mr. Levengill. Legrinville. I was. Welcome back. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right. So, listen, I I, I heard you guys mention something earlier about uh, a 40%. Uh, uh, like, let's say someone want to transfer the token to a different wallet. They're going to get charged 40% just like R&D. Is that what I'm hearing? No, 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 no. No, that's that's being solved by our taxing, uh, our tax that will come. We'll explain more about it like next AMA. Okay. All right. I, I had to make sure, but you know, that, that was, that, 
I'm glad you mentioned that, but you know, that will be a major issue as well. You know, you guys got to find a way to stop. People would want to create like a thousand wallets and that's going to create a lot of sales pressure on the project. And that will cause fraud that will, you know, cause the, 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 the price of the token to dramatically just, you know, dump. So that's something we have to really think about and look into it and see if we can solve that. I yeah, love well, that argument. You need a yield key. You need a yield key to be able to build uh, yield boxes. So if, even if you transfer, you you only be able to create one. And what we can do is increase the fee to a point that it doesn't make sense, or maybe not that high, obviously. But you can increase the fee that it's it's harder if you have a thousand wallets. You pay this much fee. It's just more convenient to buy a yield key. That makes so which one comes first though the yield key or the yield box let's say for bring you the wallet someone wants to after we launch someone wants to join valley they will so have they to can, uh, yeah they they can buy the valid the valify token the valley token and then they can create their first yield box and then they can if they choose to expand beyond that they can uh get another yield key and that would lower their fees and the year key will allow them to create how many uh, value, uh, um, how many uh, year box again? It goes four, six, or eight. It depends on the rarity, which one you get. Okay, got it. Yeah, you did mention that earlier. Thanks a lot. Yeah, that's it for me, guys. Thank you, man. All right. All right, let's get Rafa because he dropped and then now he's back. We got Hey man, how are you? Hey, how you going? Hey, um, thanks for uh, getting the message. Um, actually, love the ideas. Um, I'll be very brief. I uh, just wanted to make this um, crystal clear. So yeah, I have um, 10 NFTs. And let's say that during pre-sale, I can only buy 30 euro boxes. Will I be able to compound up to 120? Is that how the engine will work? Uh, how many NFTs do you have, sorry? Say I have 10 NFTs, which will allow me more. Um, yes, yes. 120, yeah. can just compound. If I only have money, we say to buy 30 uh, your boxes, we'll be able to compound it, it, the extra 90 and no, no drums, no stress. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, yeah, it increases your wallet space. That's fine. Um, the other thing is um, 468 key prices. Is that purely dictated by market, or do you think you guys are going to intervene and control demand other than just every quarter? Do you think, like, if the price is skyrocketing too much, you're just going to allow for that, or you you think you're going to intervene? So the rarities uh, of each are set already. So, well, not the exact percentage, but it's going to be the same percentage forever. So it's 70 for the four, 22% for the six, and 8% for the epic. And that's how it's going to be released quarterly. No, he's referring if the price of the um, yield keys goes up too high in the secondary market, then if we're able to release more NF, uh, more yield keys to be able to like give them access to buy uh, more yield boxes. That's what he's trying to say. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's uh, that has to be like determined by multiple factors. It cannot just be because the price is high. It needs to be whether the ecosystem can sustain it. Like there's so many more factors and simulations that we have to run before we can just determine that we're going to release. So this is not going to be like something that we wake up one day and we choose to release more because we feel like it. That's that's not how this is going to go. 
understand. And do you have like really um like in your predictions and your uh, numbers that you have crunched? Do you have any idea of what the price would be on the forex side? I know it's really hard to predict, but any idea at all, like just a ballpark figure? The price in the secondary market? No idea. Yeah, we don't we don't have a prediction for that. No, that's fine. And the last one is um, coming um, pre-sale time. Will we have to mint the keys ourselves, or this will already be pre-minted by you? So the 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 legendary, you have it already. You're gonna you're just gonna be able to burn your first one and get the 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 legendary. Well, too easy. Uh, that's all for me, guys. Uh, well done. I love the fact that you know uh, we have in our minds the sustainability as the it's being paramount um, here. I think um, that's that's great because yeah, we don't wanna you know just make money for a year and then boom uh, kaput. You know we don't want that. So uh, well done for thinking with your heads uh, to work. And I like the solution. So take care, guys. Thank you, man. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate it. <clears throat> All right. Rapids results gourmet. Sounds like a good cook. Yeah, and then let's do Shero, and then we're pretty much done. Oh, FX guy. Yeah. Uh, oopsie. Hey, man. Hey, mate. Can you hear me? Yes. Hey, first of all, man, great stuff. All sounds really good, man. All the answers to everyone. Um, I just want to, I'm reading through the, um, the yield key uh, explanation right now, and I just want to make sure I understand it before I go. I know you've heard a lot of questions about it, but I just, I joined a little late. Oh, um, no worries. Hey, I've got, I've got three NFTs, right? So I wanted to make 30 nice. yield boxes. Am I going to have to buy a yield key? Uh, a, do I get a legendary yield key? Do I buy one? Before only after no, you, you make them yeah, yeah you already minted so you you're getting your three legendaries if you bought three nfts you're getting three legendaries nice so then um i was i was going to do 30 yield boxes so i'm going to be able to do 36 yield boxes on, in my wallet is that right so you're going to be able to do 30 yield boxes at the price of 250 and then the rest are going to be regular price or compound Okay, so so as I compound, and then that will be the maximum I can do, correct? Yes, with your current yield key situation, that will be the maximum. Then you can choose to purchase one by minting one or by getting it from the secondary market. Gotcha. So then that stops people from compounding too much and creating too much sell pressure on the project, right? That's yes, and not letting their treasury catch up with the daily payouts because you keep nice. increasing daily. Nice. nice. So okay, so I'm going to get thirty yield boxes. And then the other six, I'm going to get at the regular uh, public sale price, basically. Yes, exactly. Or you can just compound them. You can wait till you're 30, generate enough value so you can just compound. Yeah, okay. So then, and then that um, that key, then I could sell that key if I don't use it then. Because I, I don't need to use that key if I was just going to compound, correct? No, you don't need the key because the key is the maximum amount of yield boxes you can have. Whether you compound or buy them, it doesn't matter. That's your maximum. You're going to have a maximum of 36 slots to buy 36 yield boxes. Okay, got you, got you, got you. So, and then if I don't have the key, I can't. If, if you flip your key for profit, you sell it, you get rid of it, you transfer it to someone else, whatever the, the, the situation is, yeah. those yield boxes will not disappear. 
you will still have you can still claim rewards uh it will not and it'll go into like a pause mode so any unclaimed rewards you can still get out but it will not generate you more rewards while it's on inactive nice yes 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 and i love all the stuff you're saying about the um, marketing man is uh really good answers there man so i think uh rashid wants a job at valify so i'm <laughs> later no but thanks a lot guys Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Let's go 2022. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, man. How are you? Welcome back. Yeah, yeah, man. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Um, I'm going to, I'm not, I know you guys have been getting beaten over with questions in regards to what you talked about today. So I think I'm the type that I'd rather just wait for that medium article from Ed and just, uh, absorb right everything that's changing there yeah that'll be better yeah i think so you know it's just you know i, I know when you read something it, it you know i like to keep it simple stupid so you know it's uh, it's easier just to read what's going on i think i got a better idea but anyway i'm gonna ask you a different type of question from a different angle right i know somebody came here before and asked Oh, you know, if the rewards weren't, you know, you know, sustainable or weren't bad. I mean, I guess he was thinking worst case scenario. I'm going to think the other way. And I'm going to say, what about if, you know, you invest in something and you, you know, you get on, you know, 200% return in a year, right? So the initial capital gets put back into the treasury and you got another hundred, you know, the same amount of money, let's say now to invest in something else, or then be able to, you know, split amongst the, the yield box holders. My point that I'm going with here is that I know you're trying to give, uh, you know, the, the reward of 0.1 a day per yield box, but are you completely held on keeping that number? Because, you know, my, my idea or my thought process here is the project is making money and it's making more money, let's say. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an optimist, as you can see. You know, and there's more money coming into the treasury. And you would hope that, okay, well, is that reward going to be increased, especially now that you guys are limiting, right, the amount of yield boxes somebody could own? Great question. I love this. Yeah, great question. That's something that can be talked about. As, as of right now, we do not have any plans of decreasing or increasing the daily rewards. Gotcha, gotcha. Because, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, I, 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 yeah, sorry uh, to cut you off. It makes sense, obviously. The if the treasury is making significant gains and it's going amazing, um, Valify should be able to afford more. Um, but at the end of the day, like, do you rather get it? Uh, it really just depends on how long you want this project to last, I guess. Because there's going to be days where the treasury is not performing, so you want to have that runway already built so that you can cover those days understandable and i and i respect that for you guys you know for sure i mean you're where you want it to last long it's not a lot you know but at the same time i mean i'm just kind of bringing the other the flip side of it saying hey you know we're here to invest money and make money so ultimately right like we'd also want to see like the upside potential and since you know you're somewhat because of the sustainability understood right you're preventing me from compounding i'm a long-term dude i don't need my money back tomorrow right like i don't care you know what I mean? I'm cool with waiting six months, you know what I mean? Eight months, you know, to whatever, but I'd rather see some money later on that's meaningful to me, right? So my point is, since you're limiting me there a little bit, you know, I, I'd like to see at least some upside somewhere else, right, to make up for it. That's the only reason why I bring that up. Yeah, it makes sense. I, I understand you. But um, right now we're focused on sustainability and we have no plans of changing that as of right now. 
but but I see your gotcha, point. I see gotcha. your point, and we'll we'll take it into consideration for future decisions. All right, no problem. Matt. Thanks. I mean, as long as you're not like set on like keeping it that, because ultimately, if the treasury keeps growing, the money needs to go back to the investors, right? It just you know, you just can't keep it <laughs> no yeah absolutely like there's gonna be a point where we might do like an airdrop or something like that that we distribute the wealth because there's gonna be so much and that's that's a good problem to have i want to have that problem exactly, exactly. No, all right cool man thank you guys all right appreciate it have a good one thank you man thanks for being here man appreciate it thank you man bye-bye guy and then this ama is being recorded you guys will be able to play it back and understand everything and then we'll talk about the medium article that comes out monday and then we'll have the white paper that comes out tuesday with all the changes